Hey y'all, my name is Blake Moore. And I'm Nick Luciano, and welcome to season two of Tratter Talk. Let's get it, son. What's up, guys? We're back with another episode of Tratter Talk. Um, I changed my hat for this one. This is the same day that we did the last one, but I got a new hat on, so if you guys want, link in the bio. Yep, I kept the hoodie on because, uh, well, I took I don't it think off. you even wore the hoodie. No, I took it off halfway through because it got toasty. Oh, yeah, there. you did. Mm-hmm. It's cold in here now. It feels good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Solid 67 degrees. Yeah. Well, on this episode, um, I think we're just going to roll off of uh, one of my TikTok videos that I had posted the other day on my backup about the Western industry. And man, is it toxic. Right. But first, we're going to mention our sponsor that is completely not toxic and awesome to our podcast, which is Montana Silversmith. Yes. We love them. Um, I'm repping the jewelry still. You guys seen it last podcast yep i got my wallet yeah i'll tell you what dude i was not a fan of those wallets like uh, mm-hmm. all the companies were coming out with those little like slick pocket ones yeah and i was not a fan of them but i have like a thicker bifold wallet and mm-hmm. i have really bad back problems from that wallet from mm-hmm. high school and stuff sitting on it but now like i can throw this in my back pocket and it won't i won't feel a thing if i even did but usually i throw it in the front pocket mm-hmm. but that's crazy. I'm glad. The only th- I'm just getting used to getting my cards out. Yeah, you gotta you gotta stretch out this. Uh, yeah, once you get it stretched out, it's fine. But man, it's tight when you first get it. Yeah, it is. It is tight. And these are also customizable. You can get your logo in them. Yeah, they're pretty sick. So, so get you one, son. Yep. Um, back to the T. Back to the T. Yes, <laughs> we love the Western industry. Don't get me wrong, but um, Blake made a TikTok about the social media space about it. Um, and it can be a little, uh, I hate that word toxic, but it, that's it just, is, I mean, there's no, e- there's no easy way around it, to be honest. Like, oh, man, I was thinking, cause I saw Pierre, uh, is it Wilson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw him, um, uh, stitch or he's duet in a video and it, it was this kid just talking mad smack about him. And there's a couple of like the black influencers, mm-hmm. like the what black cowboys or whatever. And I forget what their names are. Pierre's the only one I've I've met and I know. Radio Rod. Is he the one with the dreads? Mm-hmm. Yeah, him. Yeah, super nice dude. Yeah, I saw him at the NFR. But I, anyway, those two dudes are like the biggest like, you know, Western influence for like black culture. What I don't know what you would want, would want, want to call it. What, is, that, is that right? No, I mean, I just, no. I don't, don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't really know what I'm, yeah. Just, I, I would say they're, they have a, just a big influence on like, um, just being a black cowboy. Yeah. And representing diversity. That's, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Okay. Anyway, I saw Perry, Perry, or not Perry. I always want to say Perry. Pierre. <laughs> I saw his video and he was, this kid was like talking crap about him and the other guy and how like they have like the, uh, the silver, uh, grills on their teeth or whatever and the gold grills or whatever and like the chains and the jewelry. And it, in all honesty, like it really just made me so mad that that kid even said that stuff. Cause he's like, one, he's this kid, gotta be like freaking 17 to 19 years old. And you just look at him and he's just so like depressed. You just see it in his eyes. He's just so mad that he's not on Pierre's level of like being noticed with like the Western influencing and Western lifestyle with clothing brands and just, you know, whatever. You get to see like how, how upset the kid was and how he's wanted to tear down the the influencers to make himself feel good about himself. You can mm-hmm. just see it in his eyes. And the only thing I could, I just couldn't stay. I couldn't sit there and not say anything. And I just made a video about how it is just so toxic. Like there, like you said in the last podcast, Roy, about like, you know, you dye your beard yeah, and it's like, it doesn't really matter what you do, but someone's got to have an input on what, on what you do. Yeah. They don't pay my bills. Just exactly. Like, just like Pierre. They don't pay his bills. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, I see, I see some of, I see a lot of Pierre stuff and, you know, would I wear it? Absolutely not. But I'm not going to sit there and criticize him. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he's got style. You know, he knows how to crease his jeans. He knows how to, he knows how to dress. Yeah, he really does. It's, it's old Western fashion is what it is. Yeah. But like, it's like your pants. I will not wear black <laughs> denim. I just won't wear, wear the dark, really dark wash jeans. I just can't mm-hmm. do it. And that's what you guys wear. I don't yeah. dog you for it. It's just not my style. If I wore it, people would know it's not belonging on BMO. 
You I, say, I, I think it would look good on people. No. Did you say black denim or dark denim? Like dark denim. Black, oh. dark, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just stick with, with Ariats. And then, like, well, I, didn't be, I mean, because they fit me the best, but Wrangler has a different, like, mix of colors. And I feel like Pierre does a really good job of styling that with, like, the, the vintage yeah. pearl snaps. Yeah. I wouldn't say his old Western fashion, like, not like the wild rags and, like, you know, the uh, the frock coats kind of deal. It's more like vintage, I would say. Yeah, vintage, mm-hmm. but regardless, yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah, but I I love style personally, and I don't, I don't, you know, if they people dog on it, it means you're doing something right. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And like that kid, like doesn't know Pierre. Like I don't know Pierre mm-hmm. like that well. Like I've hung out with him at Nashville and talked to him a little bit and stuff. And from what I could tell, he's a genuine, down to earth guy. Yeah. Like really is nice. And then you get those like that kid that is just. Hating on him for getting the views for something that he wishes he was. He wishes that he was getting views and for his, you know, pearl snap shirts or whatever. Yeah, it's it sucks because it's like it, this industry is the only industry where it's like, like you have to be doing some sort of something to be respected. What I mean by like you have to be working twelve to fourteen hour days, working cattle doctoring cattle like doing all that stuff like to 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 be respected to represent the the country lifestyle mm-hmm. and what sucks is because it's like it's like that analogy we always say it's like you can be a fan of of a sport and not be the best at it to 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 spill to still support the the sport you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's just like the western lifestyle you don't have to be a rancher you don't have to be a hand to enjoy the sport and or enjoy the lifestyle and or sport of rodeo to like lift it up, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I just I've never understood that mindset. It's just like who I don't know. It's just like whose balls are bigger type mindset. But it's funny when we go to Western Sports Foundation, we kind of talk about where that comes from, and it kind of stems from that like roughy mentality. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I mean, you should talk about that, like like proving yourself basically. Like you didn't get respect until you proved yourself. You know. Yeah. I mean, you know, riding bulls. That's that's how it was. You had to. You had to show them that you were there and you were good or mm-hmm. else, you know, uh, you, you think you ride bulls, but you really don't. You're yeah. not, you're not one of us, you know? Um, I think that mentality's changed. Uh, it's still there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I still see it, but I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. My problem <clears throat> with talking about Pierre and it's not about Pierre and it's not so much about guys. Uh, you know that that kid had a problem with Pierre. Mm-hmm. Uh, my problem is the women. Oh, you know, because yeah, okay. Uh, back when I was growing up, you didn't see all these women getting all dolled up. I mean, women dress nice. They were yeah. respectable. They dress nice. Now it's it's women get all dressed up. They bring twenty cowboy hats to the NFR. They bring ten suitcases. You know, and, and I'm not dogging you for that, <clears throat> but it's gotten to be a competition. Like. Oh, she's wearing this. She's wearing that. And and it's it's more of a cat fight than anything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I was watching um this girl <clears throat> that lives in uh, my hometown with the school with her older sister. Her name's Hannah King. And she I just came across her pa- her podcast and she was one of the things that she mentioned on that podcast was really crazy. It really stood out to me. She said that the first thing she does in the morning, well, the last thing that she does in the morning when she gets up is like social media. The last thing she does, you know, mm-hmm. she'll go on a walk, she'll do her breakfast, she'll get ready, she'll do whatever. And she says, I'm not going to get on social media because I am not going to sit there and look at a person or like a girl and think, oh, man, she's she's got a better body than me. I'm lacking in the gym or right. something like that. And it's the same mindset at the NFR because I'm friends with a ton of Western influencer chicks, like all of them, mom to death. Yeah. And they, like you said, though, they... I think it's the more so like modesty too. These Western outfits ain't being still modest anymore, bro. <laughs> no. They be wearing a blazer with nothing underneath it, bro. Yeah, it's pretty revealing. <laughs> <laughs> there, I mean, some guys might like it, but I wouldn't want my girl doing that. Like, I know, and, and it's like some people would talk crap on that too. Like, oh, you just you wouldn't let your girl wear that because, or what? Do they, what do they say? Like, you're um, what do they always say? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. 
I'm just like I think all three of us are just a big fan of class. I am. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like I just, love a classy woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just keeping it classy and and like there's a fine line you ride within the Western industry with keeping it classy and inviting people in. And I always say this to a lot of people, like because all of our main what I feel that a lot of Western influencers miss and influence not just Western influencers, but influencers in general is like there's a responsibility you have with your platform. Like yeah. w- what you're putting out into the content is into the world is what it's going into people's brains and they're consuming that. And some people are taking that as fact. And if it's negative, you are like literally filling the world with negativity. Mm-hmm. And I, I view it as if like, if you're putting content in the world just to get, get views, you're not really like, we know what gets views. It's, it's, it's drama and it's, it's, sex and it's the trends right but it's like if if you create stuff from your soul that uplifts the world that's gonna do more good and reflect on your platforms rather than if you're just trying to get views Mm -hmm. so i mean that's what i just always look at from from a standpoint is like what message are are you are you putting out into the world but that's always what's when i talk about that line with the industry specifically the western industries like sometimes you have to ride those trends in order to get the exposure to reach the people you need to reach. And that is like sometimes unconventional with those unconventional techniques of marketing. And that's just how it is. But some of the people in marketing in the Western influencer just don't understand it because they've always done it a certain way. You know what I mean? And I've heard, I heard it on the Barn Talk podcast, and I'm going to say it here. It's like the most expensive sentence in any industry is we've always done it that way. You know, mm-hmm. and I feel like the Western industry and the ag industry, ever just this rural industry just thrives on. We've always done it this way. So when this new wave of social media comes up, they're always like, "Oh, how, how do we handle it?" Mm-hmm. Right. So that's left a lot of us to kind of fend for our own and make our own brands. Yeah. And in that video that I made on TikTok, it was like my main point that I wanted to get at was like, you know, from like like the old Western movies. Like, cowboys saved the day. Yeah. Right? And cowboys, in general, are they're known as hard, blue-collar working men that would give the shirt off their back if you needed it. Right? Those are, those are the guys that everyone, like, thinks of when they think cowboy. They're like, yeah, down-to-earth guys. But then you got the dudes on social media talking, talking mad shit. And it's like, those are the, oh, those are the, in, like, those are the influencers that represent mm-hmm. the western industry right. mm-hmm. like why would you want to be known as the as a piece of crap that wouldn't give your shirt off you know for somebody else it just it it, it blows my mind that people don't how why would you how would you not want to be a nice guy yeah i know and it goes back to that old saying you know when you look at the western uh community uh, a nation divided will fall mm-hmm and and that's exactly what I mean. We're trying to bring it together. There's a lot of Western influencers out there that only think of themselves. You know, that's true. Yeah, and that's why, like, I feel like we've done a really good job because we've put all sorts of content out there. Yeah, we put out podcasts. We put out YouTube vlogs. We put out YouTube challenges. We put out dance challenges. We put out all this stuff in hopes to like entertain. Right, because entertainment is a huge part of the industry, mm-hmm. whether people want to accept it or not. What do you have at rodeos? Right, you got freaking entertainers, while the crowd is like, you know what I mean. It's a part of the industry, and social media is just another facet of that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. It's such a different wave because it's like creators are independent, independently cultivating this wave of entertainment via social media, versus I feel like it used to be the brands cultivating the entertainment. It's just kind of like the, the world of the creator is, is the now. Um, and I could talk about that all, all day, but that's just, uh, I feel like the industry is like, I can that makes sense. Yeah. And know. like, I'm not even saying this stuff on this podcast. I, I'm not even Western dude. I'm just a farm kid. And this mm-hmm. is the stuff that I see from my point of view, looking in like that. Like that's how like if you have a, a a person that's not really a part of the industry and they see that like how bad it is, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine other people that live in it. Like I don't know if they're just blind to it or if they're it's even worse for them. 
I don't know, I don't dude. Know. I, I get DM'd all the time and it literally like it literally breaks my heart about like I'll get made fun of for wearing camo and the way I talk. Like, is that normal? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, should I be feeling this way? And I'm like, dude, what? Like, it's like that freaking my belt buckle video that's mm-hmm. pinned on my TikTok. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't seen that, go watch it. Mm-hmm. That little kid, he got made fun of because he wanted to wear the same belt buckle I had. Which, I mean, granted, you love Jesus and you love horses. The good Lord above's gonna take care of the kid regardless. Yeah. But he stood up for himself for the, for his faith, and that's just, that's crazy for a ten year old to do. Mm-hmm. And he should. Yeah. But I see exactly. I know exactly what you're saying. Though that's it's insane that that's a that, that's a thing. You know, it's funny that a lot of these people, oh, you, you, you're not a real cowboy because you don't dress this way or this and that. You know, if you look at it, I don't, y- y'all are younger. If you look, Gene Autry, Roy Rogers, the Lone Ranger, they, they didn't dress like cowboys. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, Roy Rogers, Gene Autry, yeah, more. But the Lone Ranger wore a, a blue suit. Know what I mean? But everyone, he's the cowboy, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Just look at how they dressed back then. I mean, did they get made fun of? Uh, probably. No, they were just singing cowboys. They were heroes. The cowboy hats then, yeah. they didn't have what, the shapes we got now, bro. They just got floppers, <laughs> like beach hats. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. This, I mean, and I love the industry. It's just, uh, in order to lift it up, it's like you said, you, we all got to be united in one mission. And influencers athletes everybody in general like the mission is to bring more people into the lifestyle and if not into it educate it so they respect it Mm -hmm. and what and that's what i'm saying with your content in order to get people to respect this industry you need to be you need to make respectable content you know what i mean and it's okay and i'm not saying that's like it's not okay to have fun every once in a while it's not okay to push the limits every once in a while because if you don't then you'll never like get anywhere or grow or get out there but <clears throat> i just think respect is 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 huge and it's a fine line of that old mindset with new mindset you see it really clashing now so i i agree 100 percent. that's kind of like what i was saying like me from an outsider of the western industry mm-hmm. like i see how toxic it is and yeah. i couldn't imagine other users you know, like looking in and like man yeah i don't want to even want to know nothing about them they'd be crazy these girls be wilding <laughs> mm-hmm. like yeah that's bad stuff like for you it's like you i mean you're just a farm boy right and i remember me and uh roy you know you know busting on you about like not creasing your jeans right yeah but like farmers don't crease their jeans <laughs> i know that's the thing but it's like there's always gonna be that like rivalry but it's like hey we welcome you like crease your jeans why not but then they'll take it a step further be like somebody will step in and be like but do you know why and I'm like, yeah, I mean, it has, like, specific, like, um, you know, functionalities for when you're working. Like, the, like, dust goes off easier and stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of history behind why you actually start your jeans. But, like, if somebody wants to do it, just, like, let them, let them do it. You know what I mean? Respect the, the, the heritage or the history behind it. Yeah. And, like, <clears throat> I'm fun. I mean, even, like, the, like the farm... Farm talk. It's it's pretty toxic too. I mean, it's not as bad though as the Western industry like, say at all. Really? I'm not even on farm talk. No, dude. Really. I mean, like farm talk is just a bunch of dudes just like just talking smack about people who don't understand like what it takes to grow a crop or grow, you know, like raise a calf or whatever. Like it's it. it I don't really know how to even explain it. I I feel like the level of toxicity of farm talk is just like. Let's confuse the city people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how they make those that'd be, videos. That's like 10-year-old country kids on TikTok trying to do that. Well, it's okay. I mean, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't see any videos on Farm Talk of like people like, man, you guys are, I mean, I see like, they're like 10-year-olds and they're talking smack on like millennial farmer mainly for like having all kinds of new equipment. And they're like, they're so mad because they can't have new equipment like him, like mm-hmm. Zach. And it's like, they don't do it the way their grandparents did it farming. So like you're an idiot, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like it's all it is, but it's nothing crazy. But like the Western industry is insane. Like, oh gosh, man. Yeah, I, I have know. no words for it. I don't even know what to say. It's like I don't know. I, I enjoy being on Farm Talk. 
Yeah, I mean, that's why I, I talked, I visited with um, Ag with Emma. She comes yeah. through the stockyards. Real nice uh, girl, by the way. And she's just like so chill, just goes all over the place in farms. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny. It's like going in the farm industry, I, f I feel like way more welcome to like learn how to farm than learn how to rodeo. <laughs> Dude, yeah. like it's crazy. Like farmers, like love. Like I was over at my girlfriend's uh, dad's place, and he's like he's a potato farmer, and I know nothing about that kind of stuff. And he the amount of joy from like farmer to farmer is like him explaining how he does his crops. Mm -hmm. He sees like how he, how he loved talking about it and letting people understand like how hard it actually is to like produce a crop like that or something like that. And pivots are a whole nother freaking world of crap to work on but mm -hmm. anyway um i just think it's i agree 100 percent about that but didn't emma did, she's she wasn't raised in the ag industry she was just did uh ffa and got a phd and uh whatever and kind no, of she, that, right? she actually dropped out of college to pursue farming to do farm tours yeah but she yeah, didn't but grow, you're right no yeah she, she didn't, didn't grow up into it though she went for a phd or whatever you want to call it uh she grew up around farming but like not a family farm yeah, that's what i'm saying yeah 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 so i heard she went mm -hmm. to like Australia and stuff. That's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. I would love to do that. Like, just go around different kind of... I want to go to a peanut farm. Peanut farm? Yeah. Hmm. They harvest peanuts, and it's insane. Virginia. Yeah. They have, like, a Why is huge... It, what's but, so different about peanut farming? You can't just run a bean head and, or a corn head. It's a, it's a whole other machine that... Dig them up out of the ground. Yeah. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, a, a spud harvester, in a way. Hmm. I love peanuts. I thought peanuts grew... They grow underground? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they gotta wash them off. Yeah. Yeah, I can't... Like, when I go to Texas Roadhouse, ain't get no peanuts. But I peanut butter, peanuts. I'm on it. Peanuts taste just like peanut butter. Yeah, but, like, there's something about the work that you have to do to get a <laughs> nut from a peanut. Mm-mm, not about it. It's nothing. You literally... If they're good ones, all you gotta do is just roll it. And they call laziness. Yeah, it's, well, Nick is the ident or he's the definition of of lazy. Were, were you gonna say I'm the identity of laziness? Yeah. <laughs> no, you I'm not. literally are. No, 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 no. I'm the I am the identity of efficiency. Okay, because listen to this. I love the taste of peanuts. Okay, so if I had four peanuts in front of me and a jar of peanut butter, right? How long would it take me to crack open four peanuts to get four little nuts versus just undo the jar and just, boom, mouthful of peanut butter? Instant, I mean, yeah, you got to take off the cap, and then you got to undo the seal, and then after that, your fingers are messy. No. So you got to spend the time. To, no. You have to clean <laughs> off your fingers. It takes longer than eating the actual peanut itself. Mm -mm. And they're salted, so that's even, that's a plus. Yeah. And I, I want to circle back real quick, like what the comment I said about like farming and rodeo, like being more welcoming. There are a lot, don't get me, there are a lot of people that are very welcoming in the rodeo industry. Don't get me wrong at all. Like if you want to learn, there are people out there willing to to teach you, and by all means, go for it. I just want to circle back with that because I feel I like this is going to be the most back. toxic podcast <laughs> that we have out. Everyone's going to be so freaking mad or they're going to agree 100% on what's being said. Well, he, he, here's the thing. You look at guys like Tyson Durfee, Casey Field, mm -hmm. Trevor Brazil. Mm -hmm. They'll never get on TikTok or, or social media and criticize someone that's coming up. Wanting to even be a part of the industry. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the ones that think they know what they're doing. Are the ones that are criticizing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll never meet a person doing better than you trying to bring you down. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. We've <laughs> met so many, like, world champions and, like, top figures in rodeo and Western industry that, like, you know, like, that praise us for what we're doing that are trying to, like, be like, we see what you guys are trying to do, trying mm -hmm. to, like, yeah. like, get the next generation interested. It's like, they don't understand, like, and that's what I'm saying, like, People don't understand our reach is like massive, like way beyond the Western industry. Like, there's people who follow me for my horse just like in Europe because they don't like get to see horses there. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not a thing there. Like, I would say like farming is pretty global, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. But like the Western lifestyle is very niche. It's 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 way more niche than farming. And that's why I think farming may be less like toxic because it is so global. Like Yeah, I don't know. You know? But yeah. I I like I like that kind of uh analogy because all the world champions we've met, all the respectable people we've met, nobody ever is really kinda they've never gotten on the internet and acted like that. No. You know? Yeah. That's very true. And none of them have ever like looked at us and said like what are you guys even like what are you doing? Like yeah. stop. They don't ever they've never said that. Yeah, it's because I mean they meet us, they have one conversation with us, and then they look at our content and they're like, okay. Yeah. You know? And like that's the thing too. It's like we're not just like kids on the internet putting out content to be famous. We've never done that. We've all just enjoyed content yeah. and found our own own role. And even you found your role in in social media. You're still finding a role. Like you you admit you're a work in progress. But like what like what has been your favorite thing about social media and like this whole process? Uh, for one it's it's the people you meet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a learning process for me, but social media can take you a lot of places. You can meet a lot of people. And I don't understand these the, these kids or these guy these people that get on TikTok and, and criticize us. Like if you're part of that community, why wouldn't you stick with us? And why wouldn't you like you just want to die? Like mm-hmm. you just want the Western community to die? Like why wouldn't we all band together? Because mm-hmm. like if you really dig deep into our content, we like we truly do love the industry. Like we care about farming, we care about rodeo, we care about all of it. Like it, we wouldn't be on here if, if we if we didn't. So it's like, yeah, what, what burns my ass is all hat, no cattle, right? Yeah. And fake cowboy or fake farmer or fake country boy, whatever. Dude, obviously you ain't looking at our content, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's usually just like a one video just to piss you off kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Those the one-offs. Yeah, I don't really. It's... It is what it is. I mean, the industry, I, I have I have high hopes. Like, I really do. And I think that, like, if we all just really stick true to our message and keep going, that we'll definitely, like, you know, get to where we're headed. And speaking of um, where we're headed, who are some people that you want to, like, collab with in 2023? Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall? Dude. Really? I love Bryce Hall. Really? Why? And Curly Fuck. Hilarious dudes. Bryce is like, I don't even know. I don't care the crap that's talked crap. I don't care how many people have talked crap on Bryce Hall for what he's done or what he, you know, whatever. People change. And I don't necessarily know if he is changed from whatever they say. I don't even care. But like, I don't know. I just think that me and him, if we collabed, it would be hilarious. I think our content was insane. Yeah, you guys have very similar energy. Yeah, it is funny. He switched from drama to like more comedy, and then moved in with Aaron. I'm not sure about the whole drama that that, that went down. I actually met Aaron back in Las Vegas before the NFR. When I don't know who Aaron is. That's Curly. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah, I don't even know his real name. Yeah, that's him. I know his brother though. Mm-hmm. And I, I met him and Jaden or Jalen. 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 Yeah. Back in, uh, they were staying at Resorts World too. Oh yeah, last, last year. year yeah. yeah, for the UFC. Yeah, really cool guys. We just never make it out to LA. We've said we wanted to go to LA for like three years now. No, <laughs> I don't want to go to LA. Yeah, but I was going to force you to go to LA one year. We were going to do Chatter Gang Takes LA. Oh, yeah, we are going to go, yeah, <laughs> Country Boys took over LA or something like that. But I, yeah. Bryce yeah. Hole is number one. Um, and I don't really know who else I'd... I, I used to want to hang out with uh, Logan, but... Like Logan Paul, mm-hmm. but not a fan yeah, anymore. Yeah, after he dropped that last clip, it was kind of hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm not a fan of that. You can't. Nah. <laughs> did you do you did you catch up with that at all? Yeah. 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 We were yeah, we were He apologized about to George and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. he had he he even said something about how like God slapped him in the face on that one and he was oh. having the roughest week of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you mess up the mic already? Don't worry about it. Who you want to collab with, Roy? Uh, my number one. You might think it's crazy. Nolan Ryan. 
Who that? You. Yeah. The greatest pitcher of all time. I don't watch baseball. I hate baseball. The greatest pitcher of all time. <laughs> Paul's face. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I, hey. just, I think baseball is so boring. Paul, no, it, Paul, it doesn't matter about it. Doesn't matter about the sport because Nolan Ryan, dude. You have no idea how much of a, a badass he is. Do you is. know who Ricky Carmichael is? Yeah. Do you know who Ricky Carmichael is? Yeah. No, you don't. Isn't he a racer? No. Basketball yeah. player. No, he is a racer. I was, I was about, to, say, I'm about to say, yeah, he is a racer. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you said that, I was like, you know wait, James Stewart? am I wrong? He's a racer, too. What kind of racer? NASCAR. No. You said Jimmy Stewart. No. What'd Jimmy Stewart. James Stewart. James Stewart. Who's Ricky Carmichael? What's he race? He does the uh, dirt bike. Yeah, okay. Well, at least you're... All right. Name a, name a dirt biker that had someone rush at them... Get him in a headlock and beat the dog do out of him right in the middle of a game. That's what Nolan Ryan did. Nolan Ryan, he threw a pitch oh, that the guy didn't oh, like. Oh. He ran to the mound. Nolan Ryan got him in a headlock and beat the dog do out of him. Yeah, like 44 years old or something. Yeah, Dang. he was old man strength right there. He, Daddy strength. He mm -hmm. was pitching at 46 years old. 51 records. Yeah, unbelievable. Dang. He, he's from Texas. Yeah. Uh, and he DM because he's a... He's a um, he just had this passion for cattle his whole life. So he's a cattle ranch down. Where is it at? Yeah, he's a cattle ranch. Oh, I remember mm -hmm. you messaging him, or he yeah. told me that. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. He messaged him and uh, potentially want to work with Roy. So I think that'd be really, really fun. I love Nolan Ryan. Like, that's the, that's the beef that I buy at Kroger because I like to support him and stuff. But yeah, he's, he is the definition of, of badass. But as far as, far as content creators, I I don't know. I'd have to. I made a list at home, but I can't really. I don't know. Nolan Ryan would just be fun to like sit down and talk, podcast on, podcast yeah. with. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going to Casey's Casey Field mm -hmm. with them. Yeah, you know, learn to spur one down. Oh, I can spur one. I guaranteed. No, you could probably spur it down. Roy likes to spur down on that little pony outside of uh, Risky's Barbecue here in, <laughs> yeah. in the stockyards. <laughs> Yeah, Roy loves how good. Down. How good was that form? Hey, it's not bad. It's a little pony too, a little Philly. <laughs> now I would say, well, we have a. I don't know. We have to follow up on the opportunity, but it's one of one of my goals is like I really want to make a TikTok with George Strait. Yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna make it happen, but yeah. I wanted to make one with uh with Clay Walker whenever we were at the NFR, but he never messaged me back and still hasn't messaged messaged me back on TikTok. We follow you on TikTok, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Clay. And Instagram. Clay, what are you doing? What? I messaged you. What the flick? George would be awesome. I don't know if it's a reality, but yeah. Georgia? George Strait. Oh, George. Yeah. I don't know. I said I, I said I won't make him dance. That's for sure. I don't really we didn't I don't really do TikTok dances anyway. Any, like, but for some reason everybody thinks I do. Like, I used to do TikTok like there was fun dances. There's, yeah, it was fun dances, but now it's like honestly just kind of boring. Now there's like really slutty dances too. Now most of all, the ones that are going on right now, I ain't done a dance in months. Mm -hmm. They're all like real dirty looking ones. That, <laughs> yeah, the girls know what they're doing. Yeah, speaking of, of dances, it's like, like, I love like, I love dances on TikTok. Don't get me wrong, but when I look at all the dances, I'm like. I hear the words that are coming out of the song. I'm just like, yeah, they'd be dirty. <laughs> Yo, it's like they literally say like the N word and like dropping hard R's and like, you know, like just nasty. It's like, it's like raunchy. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you like, dude, there's like 10 year olds listening to this. I feel like, yeah, I'm only 26, but like, Still, I was like, I would not want, like, I don't want my kid to be listening to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I feel like if you're putting more content out there that's like that, then it's like, as I'm just saying, when I go back to your responsibility as a creator, like, just be more responsible. Like, I know it's a trendy audio, but, like, maybe use, like, they have clean versions on TikTok of audios <laughs> you can use. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why I respect, like, uh. Leah. Leah so much. Yeah, I was gonna say Leah always waits till she finds the clean version, and Leah mm -hmm. always is yeah. the version. Leah's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Love you, Leah. <laughs> Sorry, Leah Fetch. I. It's fun fact about Leah Fetch. 
I always, whenever I get Dutch Bros, I miss Dutch Bros right now because my stomach is acting up. But every time I get Dutch Bros, <laughs> don't make that face to me. It's actually feeling better thanks to Paul's rice cake and jelly and peanut butter. Um, no, so every time I get uh, Dutch Bros, I'll hold it up like this. And I'll be like, Leah Fetch, I got Dutch Bros. She loves it. Makes her smile. Because that's why I like to like, make people smile. Here's here's another thing, <clears throat> and we kind of talked about this uh, the other day. Did we? Yeah, Blake. He he lost the signal, but I I think I think that like Western influencers and creators need to go. Why do we always stick to our same demographic? Know what I mean? Well, see, that's what Caden. That's what Caden tried to overcome with James Charles. And that ended very badly because the whole country community did not like what James Charles had done in the past. And because Caden wanted LA, That's yeah, what he wanted LA. He wanted people to see the countryside and stuff. But that ended very, very badly. Yeah, and I had a lot to do with that. <laughs> yes, you I did. did. I I started so much fake drama. The the fact that people think I, me and Caden are still not friends because of that is insane. Me and Caden love each other. I, yeah, that's, but I mean, not LA, but like go to New England or go to, because I rode bulls in New England. I rode bulls in New York. Dalen Swearens is from New York. Mm-hmm. I don't see any Western, like big Western creators, like going and helping, helping out there because they had a PBR, what, two weekends ago? Yeah. At Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. The place was packed. It was packed because people don't know that side of, they don't know rodeo, PBR, but it's something new and they're excited about it. Yeah. You you go to Oklahoma City and yeah, they might fill half the arena, right? The bull rides there because people are, they're so used to it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So why not? That's the same thing with like NFL. NFL's going overseas to oh, yeah. the, Europe and uh, I think it's Europe. Yeah, I think it's Europe. Europe and somewhere else. I, and I just seen that. They're playing over there for one of the Super Bowls in, in like three years because they have to bid them out so you know where they're playing. Mm-hmm. And I think in like three years they're playing overseas somewhere. Yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah. But what do you want influencers to do? I mean, but, talk about rodeo, but like, what do you want influencers? But you, that's what I'm saying. These little like rodeos like up in, in upstate New York, mm-hmm. right? The People don't know about it. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't like, why wouldn't the Tratter House go up there and help promote it and say, hey, look, rodeo is alive and well in New York mm-hmm. or New England. You know, bring light to it. Yeah, that's very true. For any 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 listeners that uh, you have potential events that you feel that are not getting the exposure you need, that's like what we do. We travel out there and yeah. make content with you and for you. you yeah, know? it's just not to save the, the, the farming world in the in the Midwest and and from Texas on up to Montana and Wyoming, mm-hmm. like we got to save it here too. Yeah, that's very true. Totally understand that. And mm. Blake, you seen as far as the farmer world, you seen New Jersey's huge. Yeah, like, Southern New Jersey, it's a lot of crops out there. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and you know what I don't understand is why is there not more people talking about how like banning rodeo in LA County is like a thing now. Dude, I've seen it on TikTok, but it's just like mm-hmm. freaking algorithm is a piece of crap and you, you those videos don't do worth the nothing. Yeah, and that's a whole I've seen side of, people talk about it all the time. Yeah, yeah I've I've seen people talk about it too, but it's like that's a whole nother side of TikTok that like is more political with which side the algorithm leans, but we're not gonna go into that. Oh, I yeah, we could go into it. <laughs> <laughs> we could but we're, we're not about to. I'm the most non-political person you'll ever meet in your life. That's okay. It's I, You're only 22, right? 20, yeah, you're 22. Yeah, be 23 in April. You'll get there. No, I think I won't. Yeah, you will because literally as, it is as simple as God's plan. So I don't worry about anything. Yeah, but here's the thing. You have the morals. You stand on the right side. Yeah, I stand. Mm-hmm. You know I, what I mean? I'm conservative. Right. Yeah, I would. I'd agree with that. I would say though that's as far as I'll go political wise. Like I want to say what I am, but yeah. I but don't I really think care. I mean you can read the room. We're all we're all conservatives, right? But I think too with um, 
what I mean by that is like for me with being 26 and having like a like what I just had was like kind of a reality check that I, like okay I need to check my gut health right how does that have anything to do with being political because I'm getting there <laughs> relax it's like there's gonna be things that come up along the way like you ask me all the time about like you know this form this tax form this tax thing right you know I mean there's gonna be different how's that political because it's like there's going to be certain taxes and certain things you have to do and pay in your state the way it politically leans, if that makes sense. Okay, see, now it makes sense. Yeah. My taxes have nothing to do with being political. But I'm saying there's certain, there's certain things that are voted on and certain... Yeah, like, I understand that, but I just don't care. Right, but I'm saying it's going to affect I pay you. on those taxes now. I know, but I'm saying there's going to be more as you get older. Um, especially I when never, you, I will never be that way. Especially when never. you own a home and have. I'll bitch kids. about my mortgage payment. Right. That's not political though. Yeah, necessarily. But you're that's just inflation, and that's just something everyone bitches about. Who wants to pay that much for a mortgage? But I'm saying your interest rates are also set by who the Federal Reserve, right? Which the Federal Reserve is like. You go into the Federal Reserve. That's a whole. Yeah, but that's I guess that's only a rabbit hole you want to dig down if you yeah, want to. Yeah, but I, that's a whole different side of like being political is what I'm talking about. Okay. I, I'm You're talking right. about presidents and government. Like, I don't care about... I just don't. It's, it is God's plan and his taxes. He can do whatever he wants with taxes. I don't care. I'm paying them or I'll go to jail. I just don't care. I'm just really chill and mellow about it. I don't care. Yeah, I, I view money pretty like as, as energy pretty much. Now, see, last time I started doing that, um, yeah. <laughs> no, your energy was like. What? I don't know. You... I don't make any money, dude, right now. Like, I don't. TikTok doesn't pay me anything anymore. Like, I ain't kidding y'all. Like, I live on a freaking dime, bro. Don't get brand deals. I don't make any money on social media, hardly at all. And I am fine with life. Like, that's where I'm at. I've, mm-hmm. I literally have gotten to the point now where, like, I'm going to use Caden as an example. Caden's rolling a dough right now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and everyone's seeing it. Getting brand deals out, out, out the wazoo, whatever. And I don't know what he's got going on, uh, you know, spiritually and emotionally and up in his head and mentally, whatever. Like, I know where I am. I am happy where I'm at with doing... I do what I love with farming, do what I love with social media. I do what I love with my friends. And that is all I need. And I don't care about the money anymore because it's like... Yeah, everyone wants to get on social media and make millions of dollars. Because like, obviously you see the opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. I just don't care anymore, dude. Like yeah. if it did come down to it, I will go back to work. Yeah, and but, I will work. Yeah, my fourteen-hour shifts. I agree with you, but you know, it, money can be made on social media. I mean, I mean, you've seen it. You've made money. Yeah, I've made and, and then, thousands of dollars. You know, it's like this: you go up and down. But I agree with you. Money doesn't define your happiness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I let that slip all the time because when my bank account gets low, I start to get stressed. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, uh, but then it's like, if I just like, if I just let go and just like, you know, it's so funny. I remember that one time, like we were sitting there, I was worried about money. And the second I like, I just prayed about it and I let go about it. And the second, like 10 minutes later, I get a text for a brand deal for like $4,000. I was like, damn, that was fast. But like, it doesn't always work that way. But that's kind of how, like, it's always been my whole life. It's like, if you just stop worrying, but also put in the hard work and, like, focus on those habitual habits, it'll, it, it'll, it'll stack up, you know? It's just, like, one of the things I'm doing in 2023 is, you know, I'm sleeping with my phone in the other room, and I'm giving myself two alarms. So I set my alarm out at 7, and then when it, when it goes off, I get up at 7.10, or no, I get up at 7, I snooze it, and then the second one goes off at 7.10, and that's when I, I get up. But that habit stacking on top of each other, now it's like getting up at 7 is like pretty easy. You that's know what I mean? crazy. So that girl I was talking about from my hometown, her name's Hannah King, mm-hmm. that on her podcast, I, it was something, uh, it was like breaking bad habits or something like that. And one of the bad habits was getting on her phone when she first woke up, and the other one was... Uh, she would set her phone on the other side of the room with her alarm and she would wake up at like 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning but she would have to get out of bed to turn off the alarm. That's why I do it. Yeah, that's 
crazy that I watched that literally today at the airport and you said that. Mm-hmm. And, and cool. It's working because I hear his alarm going off seven, eight times. I'm like, where's Nick, right? And now it's twice and he's up. Yeah. Yep. Dude, I, I'm not kidding you. I couldn't be across the house and hear that and not freak out on Nick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was bad about it. But now I'm getting better. I'm doing that too. And I'm also, um, it's been hard to like being in the ER, but like the last, like trying to read before bed and journaling, get your thoughts out. And I hate, I hate scrolling before bed. I, similar to that Hannah girl, how she doesn't like scrolling in the morning. Mm -hmm. I will, I, I do catch myself scrolling a lot in the morning and I honestly don't like it, but it's me scrolling before bed. Cause I don't want to think about, I don't want to check the comments. I don't want to catch a, like, what if I catch that negative comment before bed that just like sets me? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, mm, I don't want to go to bed like that. So that's why I don't scroll before bed. Uh, because and if I wake up in the morning, I could deal with the day. But just your daily reminder to, um, you know, not let social media affect you in your morning or nightly routines. I don't think you have a problem with that, Roy. I don't. Why don't you? I don't know, because if I watch a movie, go to bed, it's like, I'll scroll before bed, you know, it's just kind of my, my wind down time. You scroll all day. I don't, really. Liar. I don't. I watch you. He and does. whenever I call you, you don't answer the phone. Same with Nick. What was that? Every time I try to call you, today was different, but like the other days, it's like I call you and then you guys don't answer the phone. I have a reason because I'm actually working. I think that one time I was taking a nap. I don't know. For someone that never naps. Well, I don't You was sick laid up in bed. I was on the couch, so why not? <laughs> why not? Have we, have we been going for 47 minutes? We have. Yeah, and it's going good. Wow. You know? We've gone we got everywhere. we got some good stuff <laughs> on the podcast. Everyone's going to be... we got all kinds of genre people coming in on this, tuning in. we got people from Europe. Do you want to keep going or wrap it up? Uh, what, wait, what was Roy? You were about to say something, Roy. I was. Or, um, yeah, and I, I added to it as you were saying it. Or what was we were talking I about? I don't remember. Dang it. Uh, I said, um, oh, you said your routine for bed. You don't, you do scroll. I do scroll, yeah. And so I have a horse racing game. I play oh that too. So I usually, before I go to bed, I usually play my horse racing game. Or any time a day. Oh, yeah. I have that little block game that I connect the, the blocks or whatever on my phone. You were addicted to that. Oh my thing. gosh, I still am. Where were we? Oh, and NFR. Only because of Frontier Airlines. I hate them. <laughs> Cannot stand Frontier, bro. Or Spirit. I've never rode Spirit or flew with Spirit, but I the only reason I flew in Frontier is because I got the NFR for $54. And the year before that, I had to pay $1,800 for two people. Insane. Mm-hmm. But I'll never do that again for any other no. Anywhere else I ever go, Frontier sucks. <laughs> the way your facial expressions just switched were like insanely fast. What? What? You're like <laughs> about Frontier. You're like only because I never think I only paid fifty four dollars, and then you're like, but I'll never do that again. Yeah, I won't. Yeah, but the way your face just like naturally went back to RBF <sighs> was very fast. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I don't really care. <laughs> 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 Mm-hmm. All right, that's enough. Well, so that was good. I mean, from the first podcast to this, and this uh, a big change, wasn't it? Oh no, I I enjoy a big change. What do you mean a big change? And I know he's saying from last year to this one. Uh, I oh. that's what I was gonna say is I really enjoy what we're doing with this season, um, because it's like we it wasn't like necessarily scripted last year. But it was like, it was so in order. I yeah. guess you could consider it scripted. Uh, that's where people get confused. We didn't actually script out the podcast. But like the games and like everything was in order. And it's like, no, we did script it out. Like in planning of like when things were going to happen, yes. But yeah. our words were not scripted. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I like how it's just free for all. And it's kind of like we talk about our main points that a lot of people won't talk about. I mean, people talk about like, the Western industry, but they're like, I feel like they're too scared to say something. They I sugarcoat don't. it. 
yeah, I don't really care. And I'm not going to sugarcoat anything because this is literally what is happening in real life of anything, regardless of it's the Western inf- or Western influencers or being like in the, I don't even know. Just talking crap, being a, I don't know. <laughs> we're not talking crap. I mean, overall, no, we're like, I'm not saying we are. I'm talking oh. about everyone else talking crap. Like, oh, yeah. We're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like about them talking crap. Oh, okay, that makes sense. We address it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a better word. Addressing, addressing it. Ranch dressing, son. <laughs> Ranch. Uh, no, I think I think it's good to talk about it. Um, because honestly, like the Western industry needs influencers. Like, yeah, positive ones. Like, bro. but we need like responsible ones, just like any other influencer. You know what I mean? And that's not what I'm talking about. It's like. It's like, go ahead and, and rock what you want to rock. Do what you want to do. Like, be who you are. Just as long as you have a responsible message behind your content, I'll rock with you. That's yeah. it. That's, that's, that's it. I don't care what you wear. I don't care what you do for a living. I don't care who you are. But if you're responsible with your message, I'm here with it. Let's rock. Let's go. To the moon. Yep. That's it. That's right. But anyway, that's about all I got. That's a wrap for me. Yeah. Yeah, but for real though, stay tuned for um, our new merchandise we got dropping out every month. Um, Trader House is getting on the roll again. Um, tune in, got this new hat, pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe to me and Nick's Patreons. Links in our bio on Insta and TikTok and stuff. Yep, this uh, hat will be dropping soon on Luciano as well. Flexits, unfortunately, will only be available at merch events. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, also, oh, the Patreon, that is um, just inspirational videos that me and Nick post on there. Um, I posted a really, like, badass edit on mine. So yeah. go check it out. I'm not, I'm not subscribed to him, so I don't see that stuff. I'm but not subscribed you to get, you. You get free, uh, free merch every month if you're subscribed to the VIP Patreon. Um, so I, I do Trader House, and he does Luciano Western Wear for the different merchandises. But uh, Roy, are you gonna start yours up again or no? No, all right, Roy's out. I just boxed the merch, <laughs> so yeah, he likes it though. He He's likes box putting boy. the boxes together. Yeah. I enjoyed that when I was working with Christian. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, anyway, I guess we're gonna yeah. Make sure to follow, subscribe. Thank you, Montana Silversmith. Thank you, Montana Silversmith, for helping us put on these podcasts and for the beautiful jewelry. Congratulations on fifty years of awesome silver craftsmanship can i say craftsmanship is yeah artisanship craftsman yes it's just amazing all around go get you some make sure to subscribe to Trader talk follow us on all our socials we'll see you in the next one and don't forget smile every day and know your worth see, see y'all, y'all.